Hey, this is Alex with Bass and Brews. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it. What's up, everybody? As you can see, it's just uh, me uh, today, our guest co-host Coley, and our uh, guest Tiffany. Mr. Swamp Rat Fishing is out doing his duty on the boat somewhere in the West Coast. So tonight you have me leading this show, and I'm sure it's going to be a uh, <clears throat> train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Oh, that's okay. That's what Welcome. Thank you, Tiffany, for being here. Hello, Paul. It's so wonderful to see you again. And in the uh, honor of Alex, what is up, all you wonderful folks? That's my <laughs> Alex impersonation. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, did everybody bring a beer? I yeah. Not. Okay. I brought you don't a have to have one. Well, shit, you know what? Damn, that right there works just as good. Yeah, that's delicious. That's I brought delicious. choices. <laughs> well, we this will part... For Coley. Uh, bullet. And this is a local distillery called Treaty Oak. So. Nice. All right. Coley, what you got? Did you bring anything tonight? Did I you did. make us you make Wild Bill proud and bring some more white claw? No, no, I have white claw if you'd like me to switch or drink both. But this <laughs> is um offshoot beer co. And it's local. It's by the brewery. They decided that they never wanted to uh brew an IPA, and this is a hazy IPA. And the brewers won, so they have their own little offshoot beer co that they do sell at the brewery. Hazy IPA, it's a 6.5 or 6.8, I can't remember, but um, I really enjoy it. It's it's called uh, Relax, and they have a whole line of Escape, Relax, and uh, there's another one that's like 8.5 or 8.9, and woo-wee, that's a lot. Is that one called Just Forget? This one's yeah, it's something <laughs> funny like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's called Escape. I'm not sure. Nice. I just got a regular wicked wicked weed freak of nature. Um, I saw it and got it mainly because it has eight and a half percent alcohol and I love <laughs> That's ABVs. All you care about. <laughs> but uh but you know, as as a, a freak of nature myself, I, I enjoyed uh, what the can looked like. I mean, you so, are the South Carolina bass hunt. That's right. I am the South Carolina bass hunt. Uh, even though I live in North Carolina and I was born and raised in South Carolina, though, so I got to represent both Carolinas. Uh, so I just chose South Carolina tonight. You should have just been the right. Carolina bass hunt then. Well, it wouldn't match up with the Texas bass babe. And, you know, we're all about, uh, you know, kind of rhyming on here. Oh. All right. Y'all ready to open it up? Three, Three two, two, one. Two. <laughs> nice, nice. 
All right, well, I, I'm all over the place because I didn't even do our regular intro, so I'll do it now as everybody catches up uh, wetting their whistle and drinking drinking their drink. Uh, we want to thank Hookset Hoodlums, which, which Coley is one of our newest members. It's playing my hat. I can't do the, the all the Hookset stuff. I forgot what I used to do, and Alex sitting here, so I, I didn't have time to practice because I had to prep to make sure that I ran this show as professionally as he would. <laughs> uh, but yes, check, <laughs> check out What would you say? I said good luck. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Shit. I told y'all, train wreck, it's going to be fun. It's going to be like a Western where the trains are coming at each other. Nobody can do anything. <laughs> but Hooks at Hillums, check out the gear. It's awesome stuff. And... Um, that, you know, that's pretty much it. So now we're going to get into the show because we do have uh, our special guest co-host, Coley, and our guest, Tiffany. And so uh, this is going to be kind of a content creator type uh, episode because both of them put out some of the best content you'll see on Instagram. And uh, if, if you followed along with, with this podcast, you know, we've, we've mentioned that before. But the best way to learn how to create content is to follow somebody that you connect with, see what they do, talk to them, and, and try to imitate them if, if that's how it fits for you. And y'all are very similar in that in, in your style of how you create content. Is that just because of your personalities or how did, how did this come about? Did y'all connect and then kind of grow um, with each other? Coley and I are basically the same person who just lives like across the country from each other. Or twinsies yeah. for sure. <laughs> well, Every time we talk, I'm like, gosh, we're the same person. <laughs> so yeah, yeah we, we quickly became friends. Um, it started, it started around lady slayers. I'd say we became better friends um, yeah, connecting through that tournament series. Um, and yeah, we do have very similar Instagram styles and uh, Coley helped me. I had started this little trend called this so I can that <laughs> we dubbed it fishing mullet Wednesday, kind of an inside joke. And um, <laughs> it's kind of taken off a little bit. So that's been fun. Coley helped me promote it. And it's been um, a blast. It's, yeah, been really it's, a, it's a lot of fun. So we, we've it's had cool a bunch of people jumping on board. Yeah. It's fun to see what our friends are, uh, what they do, you know, when they're not fishing. Um, so, Paul, you're going to have to jump on that, too, and let, let us see what you do when you're, when you're not fishing. Yep, every well, I mean, Yeah, well, you don't have to go far to see what I do when I'm not fishing because, you know, my, my Instagram is me. It's not just fishing. You know, I didn't want to separate it out. I, you know, it's hard enough to take care of one. So, you see, I mean, I was, damn, they split pea soup two days ago. So, um, yeah, I, yeah my, mine's an open book, so you can see. So, Tiffany, tell us about your journey into fishing uh, from when you started to where you are now. So, I kind of grew up just casually fishing. Um, I wouldn't call myself from, like, a fishing family. You know, like, there's some people who grow up in tournaments and or their dad taking them out on the lake all the time. Um, I was not that. Uh, I was just the tomboy who liked to fish and would find a creek or a pond and throw a line in. Um and that's kind of just how I grew up, just really casually fishing, no formal training or anything. Um, and then as I got older, I got more interested in fishing. 
And um, really the last, I'd say two years, um, my family has a ranch. And so I go out there and fish the stock ponds a lot. Um, and I started posting pictures of the bass I would catch. And I was just posting them on my, my personal Facebook, you know, just because I was bored and I would post a picture of me with a bass. And um, a friend of mine from high school, actually, who, um, you know, we didn't chat much about anything else. And so he reached out to me because he's a bass fisherman. And after a couple months of me posting these pictures of, you know, three, four pound bass, he was like, you need to start an Instagram. And he's like a fishing Instagram. And I was like, what? Like, that's even a thing. Like, I barely had a personal Instagram. I think I have like 20 people on my personal one. And so it was like 4th of July weekend. I was bored at the pond one day and started Texas Bass Babe kind of as a joke. <laughs> and, um, and it's led to amazing things. I mean, you know, it, it grew really quick. Um, and I, I didn't even, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but like you said, I, I found a lot of other accounts um, that I liked and I emulated their style and I made it my own. Um, I'm kind of a quirky person, so I try to be me on my page and not somebody else. Um, and I started in in February, I fished my first tournament ever. Um, and I fished with the BFL up in North Carolina. That was so in was September, in right? of the woods. Korea. Yeah, Mormon. Yeah, that's um, that a couple was, hours west of me, but still Carolinas. Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever fished a fishing tournament in my whole life. Oh my God. And um, I, I was kind of thrown in with the big boys. So it um, it was a lot of fun. And no, well, I guess pun intended, I got hooked. And so when I came back to Texas, I signed up for BFL here. Um, so I fished the Cowboy Division. Um, I'll fish it again this next year. So I complete, completed four, four of the five tournaments in the Cowboy Division this year. Um, and I ended up in the top 25%. So not too shabby for a co-angler in her first season ever as a rookie. Um, so I, I have I have one question, and I'm going to ask it right now, but then i got to ask Coley something. Why did you fish the BFL in North Carolina? But before you answer that, Coley, are you yeah. drinking your beer with a straw? You did last week. I, I don't want to mess up my lipstick, and it's tropical. <laughs> I got, look at it, Paul. I got a tropical background. I got a brightly colored okay. shirt on. I got to, why don't you just, Paul, why don't up. you relax? I got <laughs> my straw. I'm all brightly colored. This, this was leading into the second question. What, what grave site did you steal them flowers from behind you? <laughs> Look, flowers come to me. Sometimes they're small. Look, there's a whole bush back here somewhere. One of them's a big old giant bush. But anyways, I wanted to be tropical. I wanted to feel like I was in paradise. Little did you, I know I'm going to be with, with Paul giving me all kinds of, you know what, here. <laughs> when you were a guest, you had, you had, you had fishing rods stood up in the corner, in the back. And like, yeah. it was all, and now, and, and now. I got, look at it right here. I got, I got my hats. Hats. Yeah. I got my hats. I wanted well, to feel tropical. I got my friend on. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to liven, I wanted to liven it up a little bit, look, you know, look. If there's if there's a redneck in the West, I, I'm pretty sure this is what the background would look like. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
white redneck. I'm country. Big difference. But anyway, okay. I, I'm glad. I'm glad we got the the setting set for us. Got the scene set. So Tiffany, yeah. what brought you from Texas? And where are you? You're in Austin, I think, right? I live in Austin. Yeah, All I right. grew up what in San Antonio. Um, okay, I live in Austin now. Sweet. Why, why North Carolina for the BFL? Was that just the first one that popped up? You know, like, hell yeah. No, um, really, I had no idea what I was doing. And um, a friend of mine encouraged me to do tournament fishing. And I was like, I don't even have a boat. Like, I didn't even, here's how much I didn't know. Um, I didn't even know co-angling was a thing. Like, I knew people fished in teams. But I didn't realize there were tournament series where if you're not a boater, you can sign up and fish with a boater. Um, so a friend of mine encouraged me and he l- happens to live in North Carolina and was fishing the boater side of that. Oh, and nice. so he, he kind of as a whim was like, do you, you want to come fish this first BFL tournament? It was the first one um, in that trail. And I was like, why not? So I <laughs> literally just flew to North Carolina and fished a tournament. Um, it was a little awkward because I'm right-handed, but I fish lefty. So. Same. I, I've got, they don't, that's my screen right here, but I got notes because that is interesting. Let's, the hell with it. Let's get into it. So people, I'm right-handed. All right. Now I, I do a lot. i I bat left-handed. I throw right-handed. I shoot I'm pistols right-handed. I shoot my pistols right-handed. I shoot my I long shoot guns both. left-handed. I'm actually more accurate yeah. left than I am right. So, and Coley, I didn't notice about you, but this is what's interesting, right? So, when you go fishing with most people, most righties, throw right-handed, switch to the left hand and real right-handed. That, and so, to be honest, I've got some right-handed reels. I do both. I've got left-handed reels and right-handed reels. So I'll throw my top water, for instance, I throw right-handed and I reel right-handed. But I, I do both. But you don't see a lot of folks. And this came up after Seth Fighter won Bass Angler of the Year. This came up about everybody switching to reeling left-handed because that's what he did. Is that – so both of y'all answered this because was that just what felt natural to you? Yep. Um, right? I've tried using right-handed reels and I just feel like an awkward duck. So like when I fished that first tournament, I borrowed all my bait casters (laughs) and the boater, I I ended up pulling like the coolest dude. He literally like holds the record for the most BFL wins, like cool old salty dog, you know? (laughs) And so he was, he razzed me a lot, but he was laughing at me at one point because I was trying to I was trying to cast out the spinning reel and it was rigged up righty and I was like <laughs> he was like you are the most awkward thing to watch trying to throw that out there. You but didn't turn it, it upside down. You didn't turn it upside down to reel it right. <laughs> it just it just doesn't feel natural to me to fish yeah. um, right-handed. So I feel the same like- left-handed. Okay. And Cole, so you you reel throw right-handed reel left-handed. Uh, I throw left-handed and reel right-handed. I can throw right-handed, but I can't. Okay. I I can't reel left-handed and set. So so you don't swap though. And so Tiffany, do you throw right-handed and reel left-handed, or do yeah. you throw left-handed? So I, and- so I cast with my right hand and reel with my left. So I don't okay. switch hands. All right. And so 
what was what's interesting about that is I didn't really care. I did cert I real right-handed for like top water stuff because I felt like I could uh anything that had a, a jerk jerk bait, anything that uh top water I, I felt like I had more control. Yeah. And so I reeled righty. When I got into a kayak, <laughs> that <laughs> shit pissed me off so much. Because, you know, there are some things when I throw it and it hits the water, I want to get to it right away. But when when I got the kayak, that shit pissed me off so much. I switched it all off except for my top water. And I just changed that over to a lefty reel a week and a half ago. But that's the difference is when you're standing up and you can swing it around, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. But you, you sit your ass on a kayak with your life jacket on and you start trying to do that, especially if you've got longer uh, yeah. rods on those butts it is a pain but that was interesting to see because you still i mean i i know a bunch of kayak guys and that's all they do right yeah. right they switch it every time it drives me nuts i can't do it Tiffany, well, you I, have a, like a casting, kayak, I have so much more control like casting or working a frog or something if it's in my right hand and i'm reeling left like i just feel like i have that control well it's my dominant hand so i can set the hook better i feel like with the right yep. hand as well. What were you saying, Coley? Tiffany, you have a kayak, don't you? I haven't seen you on it recently, but you have the Texas Bass Babe kayak, I know. I do. I, I have a little lifetime paddle kayak. Um, uh-huh. I only take it on small small waters, um, but yeah, it's been, it at least gets me like, like if I'm at the ranch and I'm, you know, we have a couple of larger ponds. So when I'm out on those, it lets me be in the middle of the water instead of only bank fishing and I'm awkward as F on it, but <laughs> I'm learning. Well, yeah. I'm, well, we, we damn for sure know you don't need to try to stand up in it because I've probably watched a video of you falling off the boat at least three or four times. <laughs> I've only fallen off the boat once. I know, but it was a good one. <laughs> I, I did. I did fall in the pond. So about two weeks after that fall, <laughs> I caught, I caught a pretty big, bass it, it was only five pounds eight ounces but i mean it was a long sucker big old bucket mouth it should have been at least a six pound bass it was just skinny that's a good kayak bass right there we don't care how fat they are yeah. we just need them long no it was i didn't measure it because i didn't have my my board with me but it was i would guess it was probably at least 22 i mean it was a big bass um but when i went to release it <laughs> I take, I'm like recording with my GoPro being all cute, right? Like going to put my fish in the water, like big bass That's important, release. Paul. That's important. My, my first Feeling step, cute. I'm going to fall in the pond real quick. My first step, I didn't just fall. Like my feet came out from under me. I just fell straight on my ass. Um, but I held up the bass. The bass was not injured in my fall. Um isn't yeah, that I, one of your bloopers, Tiffany? Don't you have a bloopers reel about that? I, yeah, I have a few bloopers reels. Yeah, her bloopers are great if you haven't had a chance to check them out. She, uh, she's she got some doozies for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I would not call myself a graceful Southerner. <laughs> 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 I'm a, a little bit of a klutz, um, but... Hey, eh. it, it happens, it happens. So well, you have so, one of your... One of her videos, Paul, I don't know if you had a chance to see it. Um, it went viral. Was it viral on TikTok or Instagram? I can't remember. Oh, on TikTok, the little baby fish. <laughs> she she has this awesome video 
of these little fish under the water with a cool little background noise. And that thing, how many views did that end up getting? Um, on TikTok, it's got 445,000 views. <laughs> it's was, crazy. Was that, was, that, was that the brim or was that the little fish chasing the crawl? The, the little fish, yeah, chasing the lure where it says the claw, the claw. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I like, yeah, I like the brim one because I had M&M. Uh, I like that one too. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, <laughs> round the outside. That's why I like that one. But anyway. I, I thought, like that one too. Yeah, and I, that yeah. one, like, literally when I was out there fishing and I was watching those little bluegills circling around, I was like, that's all that kept going through my head is that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how these things happen. This is what's in my head, people. In true Southern fashion, when a, when a country folk sees some fish chasing each other around the pole, Eminem, two trailer park girls, <laughs> whatever that damn song is, comes into their head. And that's yes. why, unless you filming both of those fish with your GoPro underwater, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't been as active on, I call it Tic Tac because it makes Alec laugh, giggle like a, like a little <laughs> four year old. And so, I, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't look at much stuff on the Tic Tac, uh, mostly through the Instagram. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not really a TikToker. Um, I just I post some videos on there. Um, I, I'm not a YouTuber either, although I posted my very first YouTube video ever today. So we'll see how that goes. But okay, it was good. you did a great job on it. Like I said, I commented that you uh you pause to show everybody exactly what it is, how you were setting it up. A lot of the videos they go by so fast, and I catch myself like stopping and like trying to screenshot and zoom in but the way you did yours was um was very very well done i appreciated that a lot thanks i'm looking i'm looking at it right now well i'm not looking at it but i'm finding your page yeah it's all of my stuff's just texas oh shit hold on i lost you because oh stop just switched over my volume hold on i can't hear y'all hold on (laughs) now we can talk Smack about Paul and he no, can't I say can hear you on the computer. I just can't hear you in my ears. Why, why Paul is gone. Yeah. You're now Tiffany, taking over the show, people. I, I will join you, Tiffany, on your uh, bourbon there. <laughs> I got my gentleman Jack handy. Tiffany and I do like our bourbon. That is for sure. Cheers, oh, my friend. Cool. Cheers. Whoa, I got some too. Wait. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Oh, look. We all got our drinks. Hold on. Bye. Hold on. Ooh. Oh, yeah, Lord, when, see, when this what here, happens, Alex ain't on. When Should you be... come visit, we can go to Treaty Oak. It's like oh, 20 yes. minutes for me. I can't wait. I'm hoping maybe spring when the when the fish are biting a little bit more. Yeah. That's going to be a fun trip for sure. We'll go catch some bass on beds. Yeah, that'll be awesome. So um, while Paul's still figuring it out, Tiffany, what is um, uh, your favorite style of fishing? I think I know the answer to this, but anyone that doesn't know, what is, hi, Paul, are you back? No? Are you back? No. Yeah, I'm back. What is your favorite style of fishing for those that are uh, are, are new to you? Uh, my favorite style of fishing is Texas rigging. Um, it's, it's what I learned. It's what I learned um, early on. Uh, and so it's my go-to. And pretty much every tournament I've fished, I've at least caught one bass on a Texas rig. Nice. Uh, but yeah, whenever I, I fish a lot of different things, um, I've started fishing a lot of swim baits, like small, 
soft swim baits, but then also hard swim baits, um, smaller ones. Um, I've tried throwing larger ones and glides and I'm still like, it's a little intimidating to me. So I'm working my way up to that, but I do like, like, uh, baby bull gills and bull shads, but then I love a Texas rig and I love I Yamamoto Senkos. And I know there's some people think they're too soft and this and that, but I love No, them. they're good. They're, um, I, I used it today. I finally, I went out for the first time and you know, four months, Tiffany, you and I, I, I swear, Paul, she, she jinxed me into having sympathy pain. She couldn't fish for a few weeks. And the next thing you know, I got an elbow issue so bad that I've been out for four weeks and I decided to go out. I went out last night, didn't get anything, but it went out today. And, and sure enough, my Senko, my thin Senko natural shad on a drop shot, you know, within my, my third cast, I nailed it. And I was so excited. I was trying to hold the bass and trying to get it. And it, it was great. But yeah, it's, it's, it's the same for sure. It's um, a wacky rig. I like Texas rig, but you know, all of those are great. Yeah. So Texas rig and that's my deal. Um, I, I fish a lot of other styles too, but that's by far like my clutch, what I go to. And in, in are you mainly stick baits or do you do curly tail? Like what? Because I know you post a lot of videos on stick baits. Do you do a, a stick bait review as yep. well? So the stick bait review kind of came up because people kept sending me stick baits because I guess I talk <laughs> about them a lot. And so, so I would just get like random stick baits from people. And so uh -huh. I started, I was like, well, if I'm going to get all these, what am I going to do with them? Because I primarily fish Yamamoto. Um and so I decided, you know, it, well, it helps big, big money. <laughs> it helps them out. It helps, you know, my page out by giving me content. Um, and then the small bait makers, they get their name out there um, with their review of their baits. And I kind of based mm -hmm. it off of like Barstool's Dave, Dave Portnoy mm -hmm. with his pizza review. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I patterned my stick bait <laughs> reviews after. But um, yeah, so it, it's kind of just a fun deal. Get their name out there. Um and I get to try some cool new things. I have some new ones coming in that I'm pretty excited to try. If anybody wants to send me any baits, if I catch a fish, I will name it and put it on Instagram and show your bait at the same time. I mean, that's all I can offer you. You come up with some good names. I got to say your son's is the best, though, when he named it Fishy. <laughs> My heart. Fishy. I was like, oh, it's so cute. Here you go, Fishy. Be pretty, Fishy. Yeah, oh, his... I love that kid. Fishy tails, scales, spike. He uh, he he does it, but you know he he comes out there with me, names them, I give them to him, and he usually chunks them back in. So, um, yeah, that's to to me like on the on the side of of being able to take him fishing. He doesn't do a lot of fishing. When we're in a kayak, he sits behind me. I, we throw this stuff out on a cork with a, a little jig head and a pyramenta. And every, sometimes he catches stuff, he reels it in, but you know, usually it's, it's it, he just like, he's, we eats, he eats snacks. <laughs> he waits till I catch a fish, but he usually eats snacks and he just talks nonstop about everything, mostly right now Minecraft. How, um, how old is he? He's seven. Okay. I have a six year old. And okay. Very similar. Usually when I take him fishing with me, we're bank fishing and he, mm -hmm. he chopped down more trees than he actually fishes. <laughs> Um, so, so I can't take, yeah, mine doesn't do well bank fishing. He has, he can roam too much. Yeah. But when I sit him, I put a Tommy Bahama chair in the back of my, my Hobie PA 14 
And so he has nowhere to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he talks a lot and we fish, but, but it is, it's fun. He gets out on the water and uh, you know, I, I fish on the bank a lot, but we had a little beat up, <laughs> beat up ass John boat that we went out on. And that was the biggest thing was getting out on, on the water to fish. Yeah. But we're out there spending time together and he does it. But I mean, that's, that's the thing. His, his names are, his names are good. And, and honestly, those videos do the best. It's one of the one he's, he names. I mean, you know, it's just, it's just a fun, I think it's more fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question for both of you, actually. What oh. are your personal best? Tiffany? My personal best, um, my personal best largemouth is five pounds, 11 ounces. Nice. And I caught that one a little over a year ago. And this year I caught a five, eight. That's the closest I've gotten to it. Um, that one was a tank. I saw that one. Yeah. But you, that, we'll see. That, I got a fishing trip coming up next week. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll catch. Oh yeah. One. That'll that, be that fun. Pers- yeah. That personal best isn't going to last long. Uh, if you start getting out on boats more in yeah. the area that you're in, <laughs> those, yeah. are, those are going to kind of be, you know, your small ones at the end of the day at, at some points where you're fishing. Yeah, for sure. Um, lake Austin is my, my home lake and it, literally my, my neighborhood, I have access to it. And yeah, so by next year, I'll have a boat. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of boat? Um, I think I'm just going to get like a little like tracker, like 17 footer. I just want to get out on the water. Um, mm-hmm. it's mainly just going to be me fishing by myself. So, and maybe Wait, when Coley comes I'm to visit me, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, so I don't need a huge boat, but I need something sturdy enough, uh, like a kayak on Lake Austin. You just can't do it with the wake boats. It's just too crazy. What you don't see in the video when I fall off the boat is a giant wake had come by and Jay's boat had kind of floated towards the dock. Our other friend, Nathan was hung up on the dock. And so I was going to push the boat so it wouldn't hit the dock. And right when I did that, Jay moved it because the wake was coming. (laughs) And it was like this split second decision, like stay on or get off, you know? And I was like, I'm just going to fall straight down. (laughs) I froze. I it, it made for a great bloopers video. So thank you, Jay. Appreciate that. I didn't catch I didn't catch on video a single fish that day, but I did catch myself falling off the boat. And you lost your hat. And you lost your hat. <laughs> and right. I literally had bought that hat the day before. <laughs> she gets on the boat, she's like, I lost my hat. That's the only thing she's mad about. <laughs> so my Save twenty dollars hat Mario. became a fifty dollar hat. Oh, yeah. Shit. Nobody seemed concerned. They're like, How how's the what they say, uh uh how's the current? <laughs> oh yeah because the i mean those wake boats are crazy like oh, they come by okay. just flying through and they make huge wakes oh and, yeah yeah to bass fish it's hard i always feel like yeah. i have like an ab workout by the end of the day from like balancing <laughs> yeah. good core strength on lake Austin. Didn't, didn't y'all have a plane land on the water one time when you're fishing too yeah I we've, saw that. we've had i've had a plane land i've had um parasailers like motorized parasailers <laughs> going by like a whole swarm of them <laughs> i've seen all kinds of crazy oh, things oh look she had That's a swarm awesome. of parasailers yeah I <laughs> mean, there, were, the, there really were like seven or eight of them shown the fishermen cool. would love them in shown the fishermen from jigs and bigs aka 
jugs and bugs would lump them into, as he refers to them, Lake Laos, a.k.a. Lake, Lake Lice. I love but the parasailers are get, get lumped into the Lake Lices. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, it, it literally felt like we were being, like, dive-bombed or something because they had motors on them. So it was, Holy like, shit. all of a sudden, like, and it's, like, 6 in the morning. Like, we were out there first light. <laughs> And all of a sudden, we just hear this like buzzing coming through, and we all look up and we're like, "Holy smokes!" <laughs> like, yeah, we got we got like a flyby basically. And it's, and it's Texas, y'all could have been like, "Damn, the mosquitoes are out." <laughs> we do have massive mosquitoes here. Oh yeah, I, I fought fire in Texas, Coley. To answer your question, mine was ten pounds, one ounce. Ooh. Wow! Yeah. I'm going it was for it. it was literally pretty much the last year and probably the last month I fished up until November of 2020. Wow. Okay. This would have been 2008. And so I didn't really I fished a couple times here and there over the next 11 10 11 years up until November of 2020. Oh wow. That's so, a big break. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a huge break. Yes, yeah, a little it's it's not it's it's fairly it's a large pond. It's about fifteen acres down in South Carolina and it's private, you know, can't get into it. And it's been known for some large fish. That summer, matter of fact, we caught numerous uh pro- we caught probably fifteen, give or take a few fish between five and seven pounds. Uh it's just awesome. it's a place okay. that always got big fish, but yeah, it was it was a, it was quite large. It's big. I, I've got a picture of. It. I actually had a palm pilot at the time, so I was able to take a picture. <laughs> is of it all gravy? It, it's not that bad. <laughs> like it is not that bad. <laughs> like a thumbnail. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, it makes a good thumbnail. But yeah, How, what's your biggest, Coley? I have four, what is it, four pounds, 15 ounces, one ounce shy. And my buddy Ben was like, nope, it's not a five pounder. Nope, you don't get it. And I tell you, he razzed me about that for a good three months. Tiffany, I think you know Ben. He he was on me for a while about that. I had about a nine or 10 pounder on at my home lake, Lake Paris. Came up out of the water and pulled a rookie move on the boat. My, my boater got in the way and I couldn't see where the fish was. And I was trying to keep my cool. Everyone was watching me and this monster behemoth big mouth just comes up and I was like, don't lose it. Don't lose it. And what did I do? I lifted my rod tip and she came out of the water, looked at me and spit it out. And I thought, okay, don't lose your cool. And everyone's like, oh, I was so upset. I had to keep my, my composure. And I just looked at my angler and I was just like, really? And he's like, why'd you do that? And I was like, cause you were in my way. Your big head was in my way. I couldn't see where the fish was at. So well, that's, that's been my, my heartbreak this year, for sure. There is no reason to ever keep your cool losing a <laughs> fish, a big fish, or a fish that costs you money. Yep. When one of those two things happen, you let the fuck, fucks, fuck bombs fly. You let the, the goddamn, whatever you want to say and do. Break yep. a pole over your knee. You know, throw, some, throw, your, throw your boater's shit in the water. You do whatever you want to do at that point. Well, I had that. I had that happen in a tournament. I had it wasn't that big of a fish. It was probably a four pounder, 
Which for a tournament fish is a That's, good fish, you know, to turn in the back of a boat. Shit, that might win the tournament for you. And it was like right at right at the end of the tournament. So it was the last spot oh. we were fishing. And I, I get them on on a Texas rig. And my butter hadn't caught really caught crap all day. And I caught a couple. And I get them on. I have them right at the boat. And I'm asking them to net it. And so I bring, go to bring the bass to them while the bass starts going under. And I'm like, scoop them, like scoop them in the net. And he's like, let them tire out, let them tire out. <laughs> and I made a rookie mistake and I tried to pull it and it released. Uh, and uh, yeah, there were, there were for a good, 20 minutes of F-bombs after that. Not directed at my boater, but directed at the lake. Um, I, I was very upset because I knew, I mean, I knew that fish wasn't going to bite again. And yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I, I couldn't, I had to refrain from using any of the, uh, you know, adult language. I was fishing with a five-year-old oh. and um, trying to set an example. Like and I was really pissed at his dad and I was giving him like daggers were shooting out of my eyes, like the things that I wanted to say. And he's like, why'd you do that? And I just like looked at him and I was like, and he knows too, he knows he can push my buttons because I won't say anything in front of his son. And I just sat there and then his, and then his kid, Coley, how come you lost that fish? Coley, how come? And I was like, oh, son, <laughs> you need to go for a swim right about now. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Everybody needs to study Ike when bad shit happens. Yeah. Because he pitches yeah. his shit, he gets that shit out of his system, and he goes back fishing. That yeah. shit don't fester and swell up. I mean, get that shit, let that shit out. Look, I lost, I didn't know it at the time. My first two fish I hooked in my last tournament, both of them came off at the boat. They didn't spit it. It was on a spook. I'd lost fish before on the spook, so I put brand new hooks on. Both of them came off at the boat. <clears throat> they weren't big fish. They were between 14 and 16 inches. Well, come at the end of the day, those two fish coming off cost me about $1,800. Oh. At the, yeah. By the time the tournament ended, uh, I was fourth. And if I'd have caught those two, I'd have been in first by 10 plus inches. Yep. So I didn't cuss because, you know, I mean, shit, they were little fish. I'm like, shit, they biting. This was quick, too. And I didn't get bites again until later in the day. But anyway, I'm all about letting that shit fly. You let it let it go out. If you're angry and mad, let it go. Now I ain't gonna tear up my shit because I don't I don't have a lot of money. Right. <laughs> you're not so, being given it. <laughs> no, yeah. No, so I don't tear my shit up, but I'll be I will scream and holler at anything. Uh I had to keep it I had to keep my cool, so <laughs> I'll just scream and holler at you next time. How's that? That, that's work, that, that works. That ain't no problem on that. Speaking of which, I saw something today. You had something, someone posted something about you and your text messaging, text to speech. What was that all about? <laughs> so if y'all can't tell, I got a little bit of a draw. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Siri needs to get country put in her vocabulary. <laughs> well, I've had iPhones since I, like 2009. So this, she should have done, she should have been done learnt by now. Yeah. But she hasn't. And I was, I was texting my wife, uh, voice to text and I was driving. And so when it would read the message and I would reply back and it would just send it. And then 
I replied with a second message and sent it. I get a message back. What are you talking about? And so I kind of peruse over. I'm like, oh my, what? I'm like, stupid text to talk. And <laughs> so I tell us, voice the text. I can't even remember. Hold on, I got to pull it up now. I say, stupid text to talk. And she responds back with, stupid bitch FaceTime to my <laughs> wife. <laughs> and so she's like, what? And then finally, I. I yeah, your wife was like, the, what bitch is FaceTiming you? <laughs> yep. Yep. So, uh, and, and it's, it's just crazy because I drive a lot. So I rely on text to talk. And it's just a pain in the ass. I mean, I don't understand why. Uh, one of my buddies, Mark, said to slow down. I'm like, dude, if I slow down anymore, I ain't going to be talking. Yeah. <laughs> but it is tough. an enunciation problem. I mean, here, we'll, let's do the test. The Bass and Brews Fishing Podcast enunciation test. <laughs> Tiffany, Uh-oh. say the word Say the word S-A-L. Here we go. Sal. Say the word S-A-L-M-O-N. Salmon. <laughs> Why? It doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make me. sense. But it's there's salmon. lots of rules in English that don't make sense. It's salmon. It's not salmon. It's salmon. Okay. Salmon. <laughs> Look, I, I'm pretty sure uh, everybody picks on me about that shit, but you know what? I ain't changing. I even, right. I enunciated worse. It's salmon. Let's, let's, oh. let's ask Tiffany the next question. Tiffany, do you eat largemouth bass? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We ain't, uh, don't answer that question. Those are at the end. That's on, that's on. Oh, both. all right. All right. Sorry. Oh, yeah, hold on. She's but jumping the, ahead. The answer that is the don't screw list. Hold on. That's on the Bass and Brews Don't Fuck Up While Alex is Gone list. And that's exactly you the list. You didn't send me that list. I don't have it. I got nothing. Well, you kept your You didn't tell me to send dark, it to you. Paul. Do what? Yeah, exactly. Like you kept exactly. your co-host in the dark. <laughs> See? Now you know how I feel, Coley. <laughs> now you know I, I'm Alex. You're me. Okay. You need to grow your beard out a little bit more. I, but I work at, well, if you're Alex, you need to be a little bit more up close, and you need to get mad at yourself or get mad at me. I sit in a recliner, so I cannot I get any. I, I can Paul. only be relaxed. Paul does this. This is Paul. He's a uh, Paul. Oh, yeah. Paul. Hold up just a minute. <laughs> I talk with my hands. I mean, that's what I do. That's just, you know, when you're country, you have to get your point across. And usually people are looking at your hands to figure out what you're saying. Yep. I'm a hand talker too. Yep. You can see so, it in my videos. Like, <laughs> like, and I even have to like refilm sometimes because I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this with your hands? <laughs> why, am I doing, why am I making that face? Why is my head moving so much? <laughs> yeah. And I did. I'm like, and I'm a lawyer. So sometimes I have to be like stoic in court. And yeah, that's hard. So, so that is interesting too. You're an attorney. And so this, that you're this, this, so I can, that things, you know, show. And that, what, the point, shit, I can't even talk right now. What I'm getting at is, this, is like fishing, fishing is able, it is not a, it can be a class, you know, a class thing or whatever, but fi- fishing doesn't discriminate. Fish. 
at all. Fishing doesn't, it doesn't discriminate. Matter. It doesn't care if yeah. you're a man, you're a woman, what color you are, if you're a child, mm-hmm. it, how young, how old. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor. And now, that's why all fish and gear discriminates. But, oh, uh, really? <laughs> well, some fishing gear is crazy expensive. Oh, well, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, expensive shit gear. there is an affordability, but like... Yeah. Um, but and, fishing is... Fishing is a prime sport, though, that you can get good gear for what you can afford. Yep. Like golf, like golf, it's hard to get good clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a price range there, but fishing is a fishing is a sport that anybody can get into if they have a budget to spend. You know, how what? little or how small. I, I've seen kids cast catch a three pound bass on a kid caster. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I mean, and. For years, I had one spinning reel, and I would fish frogs. I would fish all kinds of things on my on my spinning reel because um, it's all I had. I caught my personal best on a spinning reel on a frog. Mm-hmm. Um, That's rad. You know, and now, do I use a bait caster now, and is that what I fish a frog with now? Do I have a whole frog rod? Yes, but back then I didn't. Um, and I just used what I had and I caught a lot of fish and I caught a lot of big fish. Um, but yeah, I, I think fishing, it crosses all, all cultures. Mm-hmm. It crosses all walks of life. And um, it has brought me together with a lot of my really good friends like Coley. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's how we've gotten connected. That's how Alex and I got connected. Um, and you know, that's the thing why, why kayak fishing over the last 10 years has absolutely exploded is because folks are able to get off the bank, out in the water, and they've been able to do it. You can buy a $200, excuse me, a $200 kayak and do it. You can get a $5,000 kayak and do it. Yeah. But the price of entry to be able to get off the bank and into the water is low yeah. with the kayak. Yep. And, and, and so, you know, and you don't need, I mean, honestly, let's be real when baits, bait, bait lures are what get anglers. And, and, and here on Bass and Bruce podcast, we don't need fishermen. They either fishers or anglers. We don't call a hunterman. They hunters. So they're here anglers we go. Fishers. I Look, told you my view on that. I know. I know. Look, I got soap boxes and they're real big and fit my big ass in them. But anyway, we'll get off that. But I don't have but, any soap boxes. <laughs> but when you get into lures, I mean, honestly, really, you need a topwater lure. One, you can have one of of you can have three spooks, but you only need one. A soft plastic. It's hard to beat a cinco, some kind of stick bait, yeah. ribbon tail. That's ribbon tail you can have one that right there covers you can you can fish all the water columns with those two baits so i mean you don't even have to have a lot of lures and i'm not a color person like I, if they're gonna bite white they're probably gonna bite green rarely are they just gonna bite the green that's where i am i don't fish clear water and i, you know, I fish water. a lot of colors i'm very specific with my colors well yeah. and i fish like a red shad is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can fish a red mm-hmm. shad Senko in any water. Mm-hmm. It can be clear as day. It can be muddy. 
Um, and I fish a lot of muddy ponds. <laughs> um, that's actually muddy water is my favorite. Like that yeah. dirty brown water is stained water is my favorite to fish in. Um, but yeah, I mean, color I think sometimes does make a difference, but not always. Yeah, I, I'm colorblind, so it kind of. <laughs> I, I really I don't think color makes more of a difference in clear water than it uh -huh. does in, in stained water. Black, blue, and green pumpkin, I mean, and a white. If Anywhere. you have those three colors. Can't go wrong with green pumpkin. Yeah, if you have those three colors, they and, and color is an issue, they're going to bite. They're going to bite one of those. I mean, ain't no fish can see the fleck in a damn worm, I can promise you. It's the main colors. It's Roy G. Bibb, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, that June bug with that fleck, it's got, it's got something special in it. I do say. like that June bug. That is a good-looking color right there. Especially at night. I mean, yeah, I do absolutely. think the fleck helps at night when you're night fishing. So I think I just commented on your post about that June bug, uh, black, or what, is it? what did I say, black and blue at night? Mm -hmm. Something I just put on your post. But, yeah, June bug is great. It, that brings up good because both of y'all do a good bit of night fishing, at least from your 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 social media posts. Talk about that. I try to fish every day. Um, I don't always achieve that goal. <laughs> like today, I didn't. Um, I had to go into work, and then I had this tonight. So rather than Whoa. go get all sweaty at the pond, I decided to come home and like put on a fresh face. But um, yeah. who, but I try to, to I try to fish who, every hold day. Up, time, and, out, time out. Time out. Who comes on a podcast instead of going fishing? I did. So I'm excited did I. for this. This is oh my, my first God. podcast. We're about to end this shit now my because they got right y'all. They could be out there catching fish, but instead of that, they they want to podcast my, my my big ass talking junk instead of fishing. Oh my lord! I, but well, yeah, I, I, I try to done. fish every day, and sometimes the only time I can fish is at night. So sometimes yeah. I go late at night and sometimes it's better for me at night because the pond that i fish at is real close to my house so like tiffany i do try to fish every day um it's real close by and a lot of times during the day it's just too high pressure like i go and it's like it's just annoying somebody's in my spot it, it you know i get there somebody's in this spot that spot all my spots are taken so if i go at night i mean there might be one or two people there but nobody's ever in my spot um, I got the whole place to myself. It's peace and quiet. I do miss the sunshine, but the bite is on at night. So, I mean, all the fish are for me. Why not go? I feel confident in it. I, you know, I take my, my survival tools in, in case anyone comes up on me. I always got my knife over here, something else over here, but you know, I mean, you got to go and you can get it in. And sometimes night fishing is the only time I can go. So absolutely. I went today for the podcast. So I did fish. Do y'all feel like that night bite is is more consistent or better? Um, I can tell you, especially during the summer, like mm -hmm. summer here, I'm sure like summer there, it's hot as hell. Like, mm -hmm. and yeah. to get a bite sometimes, especially in smaller water where the water temperature is really high, um, it's hard. It's, it's just a hard summer bite in like July, August. Um unless you go super early in the morning and get that top water bite or something. But I found at night, I, I landed a lot of, I would catch small bass during the day, but I would catch the big ones at night. Yeah. I would go um, during the summer. I think I, I would go maybe two or three times 
during the summer, during the day, if I could, um, if I wasn't working that day, but I would typically get to the pond about six o'clock, I'd say, cause it's a little bit cooler and I still have light until eight 30 at night. Mm-hmm. And usually right about seven, seven Oh five would be when the big ones would start biting and at some of the best fishing. So absolutely. Like I, I do like the morning bite as well, but it's a little bit different if you're bank fishing worse as opposed to being on a boat. You know, if you're on a boat and you're out there at, you know, 6.15 a.m. is your first cast, well, absolutely you're going to get it. But bank fishing, I find um, it's a little bit better for me in California at night, for sure. Okay. Plus, it's cooler and you're not like yeah. sweating to death. <laughs> it was a good, I think it was 70, <laughs> 76 today. It was warm. It was it was a beautiful, beautiful day. I, I took a hoodie and I was sweating in workout pants and a tank top. It was gorgeous. So we still have warm weather here right now. Yeah, it was 74. To, this week is pretty warm for us. I mean, excuse Thank me, you. down in Austin, you're, you're probably close too. Yeah, we're, we were in the mid-70s today as well. Um, it had so been a little get, cooler. Last weekend, it was like in the 60s. It was a little cooler, but it's it's warmed up over the week. So now, all right, we, we're getting into winter, right? Alex and a and most of these hooks at hoodlum hoodlums are up in the north and northeast. So mm-hmm. they're like wrapping up bass yeah. fishing. They're getting freeze over, you know, they're whining and complaining about snow and being little bitches about having to, you know, not do anything all summer or all winter. Neither one of y'all have that problem, right? We're fishing 12 months out of the year. Yep. Yeah. My my first BFL tournament's in January. Where's that? Uh, Sam Rayburn. Oh my God. How lucky. And that's, <laughs> yeah, I got to fish Rayburn that, four times this year. And and is that is that pre spawn for Sam Rayburn in That'll January? Be yeah. The spawn will, will probably come around March. Which I'll have another, I think. We have Rayburn. I think then Toledo and then back to Rayburn. So I think I'll fish Rayburn again in May. Uh, I haven't looked at the schedule, but usually that's about how it is. So fishing the BFLs, what is your what is your goal? Do you have a goal? And if you do, what is it? I mean, my goal for this next this next trail, um, which, like I said, will start in January, is I would like to I would like to qualify for the next round. I didn't this year. Um, I missed the first tournament, so I only fished four out of the five. Um, and I think if I had fished that one and caught that, I probably would have made the cut. Um, so I, that's my goal for this year. Um, ideally I'd like to be in the money, but you don't really fish those tournaments to make money because you spend way more than you ever would <laughs> on, <laughs> on hotel rooms and gear than, you know, um, that you're going to make it at the level that I'm at. But, um, but really Every time I get on somebody's boat, my goal is to learn something that day, to take something away from that boater, good, bad, or indifferent, that that I can take with me and learn. I have grown in the last year so much as an angler. It's kind of unbelievable um, to think of where I started and where I'm at right now. Um, So, yeah, my my goal is to, to be better and maybe someday be one of the best and... I, I'm old, so it's not like I'm going to end up in the pros. Um, wow. But, 
but maybe maybe someday I can inspire, you know, some of these up and coming young women who are in high school, who are in college, who see my Instagram and may look up to me to know that they can fish and they can do it and they can actually end up in the pro someday. So Absolutely. that's my goals. I'll, I'll disagree with you uh, on this. Your age does it just like the other stuff that we talked about with fishing age isn't a factor. You know, I, I played college football. I played with guys who played in the NFL when you're 32 years old in the NFL, you're an old man. Like your, your career is you on the downside. Way to go, gross, Paul. Fishing when you're 35. Am I back? Am I here? You're back. Okay. Neither. Am I back? Oh, You're back. Yeah. Whew, I don't know. I'm like five feet from my internet. Anyway, age, age doesn't matter. Matter of fact, you know, they, uh, who was I listening to? Oh, Serious Angler had Justin Lucas on today, and he was saying that that 28 to like 45 age time frame is, is the prime time frame for professional anglers. Interesting. And so, you know, you you build up its experience, right? There's not a lot of athleticism. Now sure. there is, there's something to say for being on your boat fishing for there's 12, <laughs> 15 hours for five days leading up to a tournament and doing all that, being on that boat, it is, it is, it is mentally and physically draining. Yeah. But you're not, it, it's not debilitating. So I would tell you that, no, you're not old. You're young. <laughs> you know, I don't know how old you are, but, but you're not old. Like you have, you can be 60 years old and still be fishing. I mean, you know, there's, there's no, you don't get put into any kind of hole for age as long as you're physically able to do what you need to do to catch fish. Sure. And Tiffany, I'll tell you what, like you and me and some of the other uh, lady anglers that we are close friends with, we're out there doing a lot more than people half our age are doing. I mean, we're, we're out there grinding we're putting in the time and I'm doing more than some of the younger guys I know, like they can't keep up and, and, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a grind and you got to get up early. You got to get enough sleep. And Tiffany, you and I, neither of us ever get more than what, four hours before a tournament. <laughs> The night before, and then we get up the next day and drink our coffee or energy drink and donuts. We got to have our, our donuts to get our energy going. But, you know, it, do, it does take a lot. And uh, to what you're saying, Paul, like, I, I don't think age has too much to do with it. Like, if you're if you're set on doing it, like, girl, go get it. Look how far you've come. And, and the fishing Insta, uh, Instagram community has just been amazing. Like, I remember reaching out to Tiffany before I even knew her that well. And I was like, hey. I've never caught a frogfish before. I don't really know what I'm doing. And she's like, you've never caught a frog. And I was like, no, I never caught a frogfish. So she kind of, you know, set me up with something and showed me how to do it. And I reached out to other different people and we've been able to, uh, to, to learn and to grow and whether it's watching YouTube or watching other people's Instagrams or just reaching out to people that, that we admire and that we think are, are good anglers. Like, Hey, and I'm not afraid to say it. Like in the beginning, I was a little intimidated, but how are you ever going to learn if you don't ask? So I'll ask some of the best people like, Hey, how'd you do that? Can you, can you send me a picture of how you rig that max at third eye fishing? I asked him how to rig 
his uh, NACO crocs. I want to make sure that I was doing it right, you know, and he sends me pictures and videos. So it's been really, really um, cool. And we're really fortunate to have so many people that are able to help, help and like help each other grow. It's awesome. And I will say like the fishing community, even, even the boaters I've had, you know, in the BFL, they've all been amazing with the exception of maybe one, but for the most part, um, always one, there's always, always one. one. Always one motherfucker yeah. that just has no coop. But but for the most part, everybody has has been super supportive of me. Like even going through this whole like tournament experience, you know, it was new for me. And like I said, I didn't grow up in a family where this was normal. I think my family actually thinks I'm a little crazy <laughs> with as much as I fish and as much as I put into this. Um, but having that support like on Instagram and people cheering me on, you know, kind of from the sidelines, it, it really does inspire me to want to do more. And it really has lit a fire in me and given me a passion to keep doing this. Um, and if you had asked me three years ago, if I would be a tournament angler, I would probably tell you you're crazy. Um, and now I couldn't imagine not doing it. Oh. And, and so now, now whether or not I'll ever make it to the pros, I, I, I'm not even good at driving a boat right now. So. <laughs> that, that's okay. That's okay. Long way because, to go. Yeah. But, but see, that's, you have the drive. You're not, you, you're smart. So now all you need is the knowledge. Yeah. You just need the time on the water. You need to, I mean, comes down to two things, catch fish. You got to find the fish. Yep. And you got to know what they, and, and you got to find how they're going to eat it slow, fast, whatever, right? So you start to break down those two items and you get, you get knowledge built up um, on certain bodies of water and, and weather and all this and that. Like you start to be able to, to make those advances. You start to be able to come an angler, um, it, above average angler. I mean, that's, that's the biggest part there. And it's the drive that takes there. And Coley, I don't think we talked about this on yours. What are your plans for competition fishing coming into the next year? Well, uh, I met Tiffany on Lady Slayers and met a lot of really, really awesome, awesome people doing that. I had so much fun. I did have a bit of a struggle. Um, bank fishing is uh, a lot tougher because I started out, you know, on a really nice Ranger bass boat. So it was uh, really easy. And then as the season continued, um, I didn't have access to that boat anymore, but I definitely, you know what? I had such a great experience, even if I went out there and I mean, I think I got skunked on two tournaments and I'll tell you this one right here. She, uh, she was my cheerleader. Cause I would text her. I'm like, man, wait, this one, there we go. Yeah, that, there you go. That, not this one, that one. Sorry. Um, she my really took me on yeah. and, and encouraged me not to give up. And, you know, I was getting up at, you know, four 30 in the morning after two, three hours of sleep and, I was trying to plan out my waters and where am I going to go and pond hopping and going to different lakes. And the lakes aren't that close to me. I got to drive an hour and a half to get to a decent lake. And then if I've never, you know, bank fished there before, like I know it like the back of my hand on a boat, but um, I definitely think I'm going to do Lady Slayers again and give it another go. And um, I keep learning and I keep growing and uh, trying new things. I think I told you on my, my episode, I got a bait caster. Uh, I got a new rod. So I think I'm going to, make a big purchase here and get myself a, a DC Corrado. Cause that's really what I want. I'm debating, but um, I got to use my friends and I really, really liked it. And I thought, you know what, 
Merry Christmas to me. Why not? Right. So um, that's probably going to be my next big purchase. And I'm going to teach myself. Um, Ask the guys at the pond. They're super supportive of me and they uh, help me out a lot when I fish with the boys at the pond. And then there's always YouTube and all my friends on Instagram. I reach out to them. So um, who knows? Maybe there might be something a little bit bigger for me in the future. Uh, My buddy with the boat, he likes to do a lot of tournaments. So you never know. Like, I'm not going to say no. But um, just kind of play it by ear and see how it goes. But it's definitely something I'm interested in. You kind of get a yak? What's that? So you going to get a yak? Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm debating on that one as well. I really want the Old Town Minn Kota 106. I, I'm really looking at that one. I just, like you, you know, if you're going to have it, you got to have a truck. And right now I don't have a truck. And I'm sure I could make it work. But you don't have to. It's hard. It not is. To. It is hard. Yes, yeah. it is hard. Uh, it. Yeah. There's. The, there's the factor you're forgetting, Paul, is we are women. To load and unload a kayak from the top of my car, even my little kayak that's only fifty pounds, yeah, is a lot for me without denting up my trunk. <laughs> you, you, well, first of all, if if it's going to be a fishing vehicle, if it ain't got scratches and dents, I mean, ask Wild Bill. I mean, his kayak has slid off the front of his car like 16 <laughs> times, and he still keeps doing it. Yep. Anyway, look, y'all just got to pretend like is somebody you don't like. That kayak has no chance. Yeah. <laughs> now, but yes, it is It is hard to car top. Look, I, I've got a truck, and there was no way in hell. If my truck broke down I had to car top this in our Camry, I would... I would figure out, I would take the seats out, the trunk. Yeah. Like, I would have it slapped. It would, yeah. And that's what I got, too. It's so hard to car it for a it is. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I have the, uh, the the soccer mom uh, little crossover SUV. And when okay. I bought it, it was for, for driving Uber, and it was perfect. But And I didn't really fish that much then. And now it's like, I can barely get my 7-2 rod in there, you know? Like, the, it's bent on the top, and Try to think about doing a, a kayak, you know, but who knows? I mean, uh, the dream would obviously be to you know, have a raptor and have a, a nice boat <laughs> that I can pull behind my raptor. But um, yeah, a kayak might be something that I, I'm definitely interested in. I, I still got to, I don't like to jump in head first, you know, especially if I haven't tried it. <laughs> well, I don't. I, I like well, to try things I will out. Say, I will say yeah. getting out on the water does make a huge difference. Um, yeah. And you're gonna be right Coley, back. Coley's in charge. Coley's in charge. Yeah. That this this sign is the I gotta go tinkle sign. That's Paul's I gotta go tinkle sign. They should have done the dance. I know they don't know the dancer. Like, <laughs> they don't know how dance. to do that yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, getting out on the water it makes a huge difference um, in general. Oh and yeah. That's why I'm like, you know, I got gonna get me a SUV. Gonna get yep. me a boat. Yep. Because that's I mean, the only way I'm going to get better. And even like, fishing, I love it, and it's fun, but... You can only go so far. Yep. Yeah, even uh, watching Nathan um, with his birdie board yeah. out there. I mean, that takes some serious skill. I watched his last video, and he was paddling, and I was like, dang, that's a lot of work. And then when he lands a big one, but you know what? Like, that's an adventure, too, and those aren't very expensive. And it's just, it's getting you back out on the water, which is, uh, like you said, it, it's a game changer. And that's all I need. I just need to get out a little bit further. And I know I know, I can have a blast doing it. It's just, if I can't test out a kayak that I like, I, I don't want to go and spend 
$3,500 on a kayak if I've never tested it before, because let's say I don't do well because I don't sit long for very well. I'm an active person, but on the Minkota, you can actually stand on it it's stable enough. So that would be something that um, I'm looking forward to, whether I try a friend's out or, or, or however I'm going to demo it before I buy it. But that's my hesitation is I just want to try it out first. Have you, have you reached out to any like kayak dealers to talk to them about if they'll lend you a demo? I, I have not. Um, actually, a buddy of mine uh, works at Kayak City up north near my brother. It's about two hours away from my brother. So um, I kind of want to plan a trip to drive up there and then stop off there and, and kind of talk to him because I know he has the one. Um, his name's Brandon and he has the one that I want. And he's actually the one who said this would be a good fit for me. So uh, there's a couple other anglers up there that I want to fish with. Um, the owner of Phoenix Rods as well, Vince, he's awesome. So I just got to get the time set aside with six different jobs. It's kind of hard to yeah. take a road trip right now. It's only, <laughs> I it's only six? Yeah, only six. Yeah, I, yeah. I wake right. up, I don't know what day it is or where I'm supposed yeah. to be. And it takes me five minutes to orientate myself. But I do want to I do want to make a road trip up there and, and you know, hopefully come back with one. That would be um, really exciting and really fun. Plus, get to fish with a few people from Instagram up there. It would be really awesome. Oh yeah. And visit my brother too. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, eventually I'd like to get myself a good like kayak with a trolling motor. Yeah. So that's yeah. also on my list. Cause I do like yeah. kayak fishing. Um, and Tiffany, it's your hard area to control right now though. Stuff. in that small little kayak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's a tough one. Yeah. It, thanks for taking over Cole. They had a cricket in the corner. I had to get out of the room. Um, <laughs> So, Coley, let's. Uh, you you are connected with a lot of kayak anglers, so to be able for you to demo one, I'm pretty sure we can make that happen. Anybody listening right now, uh, this is Tuesday, but on Friday this will drop. Anybody listening right now, shoot Coley a message if uh, you. you have some kayaks for her to try out. In the where are you at in the Cali area? Uh, I'm in Southern California in Orange County, but most of the lakes that I fish are uh, San Bernardino County or LA County. Okay. So anybody that, that could help uh, a dealer that would have a, a couple on site, because I know uh, California has a lot of kayak anglers in it. Uh, let's, let's help an angler out. Let's help yeah, I've been trying, I've been trying to find a place that, that, thank you. I've been trying to find a place that'll rent one and I can find standard kayaks to rent, which I did in Michigan and, that's a whole nother ball game because I didn't even have the right life vest on. And, you know, but you can't, I don't understand why nobody rents fishing kayaks anywhere. You know, that we're, we're forget that. Don't be renting nothing. We're going to get you set up with a dealer <laughs> somewhere in that area, a dealer where you can go try out eight kayaks in one day. Yep. I mean, that's, that that's and, and, and they're, they're out there. We'll find you one for sure. Right so, on, right on. Sometimes and you just you gotta put it out in the universe. Yep, that's true. I did that today. I said, "Please, Lord Jesus, give me one fish. I don't care how big or how small." <laughs> and I got a two pounder, but with my elbow hurting so bad, I was reeling it in. I was so excited. I was like, "I can't lift this sucker up." I was gonna flip him, but I was gonna reach down to get him. And I'm like, "I don't have the strength in my arm even to pick up a two pound fish." So. I took a deep breath and I said, please don't let me lose it. And I flipped him up on the bank and was able to get him. But uh, yeah, I put it in the universe and it definitely delivered. So I was very happy about that today. See, you've caught so many damn fish. Ain't nobody on Instagram known that you ain't been fishing in the last four weeks unless they listen <laughs> to this podcast. 
That's how one person called me out. That's how many damn fish you catch and how much shit that content you create is that for four weeks you ain't been fishing and nobody and nobody would know. Tiffany, how was it for you? I went three weeks without fishing and I still put up content every day. But I like I like reserved content. I like saved it up because I knew I I was having a surgery. So I knew um, it was coming up. So I was like, don't give into the temptation to post this picture. (laughs) I literally made like a little folder of like, these are pictures to post later. Do not post them now. (laughs) Do not post this video. And then I recycle. I mean, I still recycle content sometimes because it's hard. I try to post two, three times a day if I can. And some days that's hard. That's really hard. Yeah. Two, three times a day is a lot. Like my goal was was when I grew my channel the most, it was once once a day. And that's where the name of the fish came in. That's that's kind of how I did. So if I went fishing and caught 10 fish, that was that was 10 posts that I could make on that. <laughs> and so what's funny on that, little side note, what's funny on that, we, we had my sister and a couple other people texting my wife, and I'm like, hey. Are you okay with Paul fishing that much? <laughs> and she was like, uh, and I've had to tell, I've had to tell other people, like, man, you know, all you do is fish. I'm like, no, not really. It's it not, just looks that I way. Fishing like once a week, but if I catch five fish, then you know, and that shit adds up. But anyway, yeah, I go to Oklahoma a lot um, to fish uh, with Sawyer Buck. At uh, fishing and frog, my buddy. He's so rad. He's the best. So I I go out there to fish, and I'm always tagging, you know, Oklahoma, uh, hashtagging it where my location is. And people will hit me up two, three weeks after I'm home. They're like, "Are you back home yet? Can we hang out?" And I'm like, "I've been home for three weeks." They're like, "Oh my god, we're still in Oklahoma." I'm like, "That was a month ago," but I still, you know, put wherever I caught the fish at. But yeah, it's a good time out there for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's something to say, too, about uh, relative content. So Alex and I talked about, you know, doing this podcast and having a recording podcast, but then coming out like two, three weeks later. So that way we always had a podcast lined up because we knew he was going to be out doing this. And uh, we did that. We were a podcast ahead. And both of us one day, it's so funny, both of us one day were kind of texting I'm like, dude, I feel like we missed missed it. He goes, man, the same thing. Like we had this conversation. It's that relevancy of 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 posting. And yeah. so I've got yeah. a lot of posts right now that I caught fish towards the later end of summer that that I want to put on Instagram. But you know, I might catch 10 fish this weekend when I go. And so it's it's more in tune with what's going on now. Yep. Yeah. And, and so we're, we're we're at an hour and fifteen minutes. I don't want to keep y'all too long because we got to do a rapid fire questions. Or Alex will have my ass. And I cannot get it's like I a can, three hour podcast. Oh shit! Look, I cannot get fired from this podcast because it's the only one that someone was stupid enough to bring me on to. <laughs> But I have one last question before we get to that. Now, if we venture off in some other bullshit, then we can. But the YouTube side of it, Tiffany, you just posted it. Yep. Coley, yeah. YouTube, Tiffany, YouTube, like where is that something y'all want to grow? Or is it something that, that 
feels more like a hindrance to you? So I'll say um, I've had my YouTube channel for a while with no videos on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I've had, I wouldn't call it pressure from people, but I've had a lot of people ask me, when am I going to start posting YouTube? When I'm going to make YouTubes? And honestly, like, I have no idea what I'm doing <laughs> when it comes to YouTube, like video editing, um, you know, that, that whole thing. I, I do not know. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. So it's a it's, little intimidating. intimidating. Me. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I do, I do want to grow it. Um, I'm a cast king rep, so um, mm -hmm. I'm one of their KBAs. And um, cast king, you know, wants YouTubers, and they would like to have a female. And I'm, you know, one of their female KBAs. And so I said I would give it a go. And so I'm giving it a go. <laughs> um, and we'll see how this plays out. Um, but it's it's a very different different kind of media. And so... I'm used to short videos. I make a lot of reels. Um, I make a lot of little short, you know, promo videos for different products, product reviews. And that's, that's what I'm comfortable doing, you know, like a three minute video. Um, whereas, and probably my YouTube videos, I'll keep them to five to seven minutes. I won't make them super long because. But I, even with your, you know, making a three minute reel, um, like Darlene said the other day, was who was it that said it? I can't remember. But even making a three-minute reel, it'll still take you 20 or 30 minutes sometimes to, like, get the timing right and get everything right. And then you're looking at TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. I think you do Facebook. I don't do Facebook, but you have the Facebook. And then you're also a lawyer, and then you're a mom, and, and you have to find personal time. Like, it, I y'all are an inspiration that do all that stuff and keep up on it because I'm new to my GoPro. I really, really like it. But I'm new to that. And I like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy the adventure kit. And I strapped it on and I went out and I'm like, GoPro record, GoPro stop. And I mean, my footage is crap half the time because it's like, I can't, I can't see. So I'm like, where's the fish? And I'm like doing one of these trying to get it in there. But um, man, some people are putting out some amazing. Yeah, I do that. I'm like going like this, but they're putting out some amazing content. Uh, some some of our friends, Tiffany, are man, they're putting in some time and some hours. Uh, desktop fishing, uh, fish atex, uh, freshwater fatties, like a lady with a lure. Oh my gosh, that woman's like the queen of reels. But all of them are just absolutely fantastic. And for me, it takes a little bit of time. So uh, more power to you. And we talked about doing a, a YouTube channel called uh, Greg, Greg and the Nanny because the little boy and his dad that have the boat are Greg and Gregory. And it was Greg, Greg, and the nanny. And it was just basically going to be us fishing and talking shit the whole time. Um, but he's like, I don't know how to do it. You got to teach me how to do it. And I'm like, I can't teach you everything. He's like, he's a good old boy. And he's like, you got to show me how to do YouTube. I'm like, you got to make me the star. I'm not going to do it. So, uh, but we have fun. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of, for me, a lot of pressure. Um, I would love to be able to learn how to do it, but I have to find the time in the five free minutes a day that I have to learn how to edit and get all the fancy tools. Cause I mean, Tiffany, you're killing it on your reels and, and all that good stuff. So and your, your first YouTube was really, really good. So I don't know how you did it. So you're gonna have to teach me. <laughs> I, I don't know how I did either. Um, it took me 20 minutes just to post it today. Like yeah. I'd already, I already <laughs> edited it and put it all together. And then I was like this morning, I was like, Oh, I'm going to post that, you know, I'm going to go ahead and put that out today. And I'm like at yeah. work, 
like in my office. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm just gonna post this real quick. And like my boss <laughs> walks by, like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, and it literally took me a good 20 minutes to just to post the video. You should it's yeah. a trespass, it's a fishing trespassing thing. I don't know yeah. if you're your your defendant lawyer or attorney or whatever you're I do oh, construction law. Construction law? Yes, sir. Oh, did you just fucking call me, sir? Uh, there's no proper English when you're talking to Paul. Key country. It's a, it's a Southern thing. You're right. It's you're a Southern right. thing. I, I right. can't help it. My manners were ingrained in me. I, 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 yes, ma'am. Look, you're all nice to her about it, but a couple weeks ago, you ripped me a new one. That's because you're West Coast. For what? <laughs> yeah, West that's Coast right. is the best coast. Yeah. Look, the, the 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 weird coasters ain't mean nothing what they say. <laughs> oh well, either she's frozen oh. or she's pissed. Oh, pissed! <laughs> <In> the daggers. <laughs> <laughs> I could never be mad at you. Come on, you're my buddy. You're my homie. It so, did look oh, like you were like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, look, I think I was soul? frozen because I'm smiling on my end. Maybe I was frozen. I don't know. Oh, well. Oh, she, oh look, no! We lost her, <laughs> and now we lost her. We lost her. Her phone died. Oh, her do you think died. that is? Yeah, had to have been. That's the only time like this happens. Oh shit! Damn! If both of y'all leave, it's just gonna be me, and this podcast is going downhill really quick. Really we quick. Hadn't even got, we hadn't even got to Alex's shotgun questions, or whatever the fuck he calls it. So until Coley comes back, this is why. So on the on the, let me see if she's texting. Nope. On the YouTube side, like for me, what y'all talked about exactly why I didn't want to do. Here she is. Your phone, phone died. No, it just said something went wrong, and then I had to take it off Wi-Fi. And I think my damn neighbors are stealing my Wi-Fi again. I don't know. <laughs> I went up well, in the I mean, attic and I saw all these cables. I was like, what is going on? Well, I mean, is it that or y'all at the funeral home and they're having a procession or something and they're still in the Look, I know someone who's going to be looking for a coffin right quick. Keep it up, Paul. Keep it up. <laughs> My child, well, you already got the flowers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you shut up, Tiffany. You're giving me a pile of crap. She said you already got the flowers for my funeral. <laughs> you don't get no flowers, Paul. I'm going to take a bottle of Evan Williams Green Label and I'm just going to pour it on top of your casket for you. There you go. Coley, I, I tried to warn you before you signed up to be the guest co-host that your uh, ass was going to get picked on. So I'm well, just and Coley knows I, how I am. Two weeks ago, I drank a White Claw so y'all could pick on me. I gave you some ammunition. Today, I brought this beautiful tropical scenery. So I wanted, I'm like, what can I do to give Paul something extra to pick on me for? And I, I was going to wear a flower in my hair, too, but I, I, I didn't go out in the yard and pick one. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Jesus Christ, you got 18 fake ones behind you. They weren't ever going to wheel. Yeah, look at it. Those are real. Those are beautiful flowers. I'm going to send you I'm gonna send you some flowers, Paul. <laughs> oh, my God. Alex is going to kill me. So we're an hour and 22 minutes, okay. and we're not done. Because, Coley, when you <clears throat> – when your neighbors <laughs> stole your Wi-Fi and you dropped – 
what I was saying is what y'all were talking about from the YouTube side. Like, that's my whole thing. I have hundreds of hours now of fishing content, of me catching fish, of me talking to the camera. Um, I'm a vocal person. You know, what you see now is subdued to what it is when I'm by myself on the water because mm. I'm self-deprecating very much. <laughs> I talk a lot of shit to myself. I call myself a dumbass, you know, a stupid sure. motherfucker. I mean, I talk to myself very badly on the water for doing stupid shit. And um, I get hung up a lot because I, you know, I try to get, I cuss at myself a lot anyway. So on the YouTube videos, I my my idol is kayak catfish, and Alex is gonna be mad. He's like, you gotta start charging it, motherfucker, for how many times you call him out on our podcast. I'm like, well, he has like a hundred something thousand you know, subscribers, Hi. subscribers on YouTube, but he the he he edits his stuff. He has to, but it's it's simple. He doesn't have a lot of cuts. He doesn't have a lot of edits. You know, he doesn't do a lot of special shit. His intro is an iMovie intro from when he started in like 2014. So it's very basic. But my biggest thing is with YouTube is people want to see like the successful fishing channels now that are growing now that haven't been doing it for 10 years like Gene Jensen and those. They catch big fish. So to be successful in that YouTube realm, you got to catch big fish or you got to be in a lot of pain. Like people want to watch you be in emotional and physical pain. Look at some of the videos that go viral. It's people yeah. falling out their kayaks. It's people getting hooked in the face. It's people getting yeah. hooked in the hands. It's people losing a big fish at the boat. Like they want to see you in pain. But outside of that, to create that content, though, you it takes time to do that. And I don't it's not that I don't have time. I don't want to dedicate time to sit down and watch a bunch of of shit fishing that I just went through personally. Yeah. (laughs) To put it. So, yeah, that's that's why I'm sitting on hours of video right now is because I don't want to put it together. I just haven't figured out how to make it worthwhile to me to put it out there um, because, you know, I just had. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, it is a lot of work and even just going through the video to find what clips you want is a lot of work. I mean, it takes a lot of time. Kudos to those who do it. Like I'm, I'm so impressed when I see those like compilations and I'm like, yeah, look, there's, there's two people here locally. Uh, One of them has been on the podcast slab dynasty on YouTube and Instagram, follow Slab Dynasty. They put out some super duper good content cool. and they're local. And then the other one is Jamie Fegarty, and he's local here to North Carolina too. And his videos are amazing. He doesn't put out a ton, but when you watch his video, you'll see why. So those are two folks that have great content, beautiful content, but that just ain't me. I don't want to put that. I don't want to spend the time. And if I ain't catching fish or big fish, I don't want to put that shit out there. Right. Just, just I, you know, that's just me. But it depends on where you feel like you fit in in the niche that you can c- create 
if you can find that little niche and you put out six minute videos, maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe well, and it's funny because, it. like, even on Instagram, like, I've been posting a lot more reels. I think they're fun. Um, mm -hmm. Yep. But, I mean, for a long time on my Instagram, like, I would look at the insights and I would look at, you know, what, which of my posts were getting, like, the most, you know, attention. And it, it was almost never a post of me with a fish. It was like me <laughs> holding my fishing pole, smiling next to the pond. You're going off to the sunset, little fish swimming around. You know, you just so it's like, golf swing too, right? But then I have a cast to catch of a big old bass, and yeah, get crap. So, yeah, <laughs> I can't remember who we talked to, but they they posted about oh no, what mean by we talked to? So it was uh, shit, I'm forgetting his name right now, it'll pop up later, but anyway, that's that eight percent, Tiffany. He drinks these 8.8 percent .8 beers, and he gets a second one. And then he's like, oh, shit, I, I can't, I can't, I can't remember what I'm talking about. Girl, y'all y'all only seen the two yeah, I yeah. drank on air. What the eight before. But anyway, <laughs> look, if y'all can, if, if y'all can still understand me, we good. So here's, good. here, uh, Larry Melton Jr. He was on a podcast. Can't remember which one. It might've been Burley Fishing. Yes, it was. Burley Fishing Podcast, Larry Melton Jr. He talked about how. He would make a video catching fish or catch big fish. He'd be like, "This is this is awesome," and then he would make a video of him walking around Bass Pro Shops, yep. picking out lures and putting them in his bag or his basket, and talking about them. And how that one would get ten thousand more yep. views yep. than the one of him catching a fish. And that's why I always, that's why when we talk, when I talk about YouTube, I go to cat, cat, catfishing. He catches big ass fucking catfish in a kayak. And so people want to see you catch big ass fish. And so that's where we go to. But so for my Instagram, the videos that do the best for me are anytime I vote, uh, post something like a, a, a reel of my honeybees. Or my dog's eating cabbage. Yeah, I saw that. Or, Stony. or yeah, Stony and Otis. Or something with my son. Those kids are always do well. Oh, yeah. I'll Those tell you, my two best pet. reels on Instagram are little fish. The two videos yeah. we yeah. talked about earlier, the one where they're chasing the little things, and I put it to the <laughs> claw, the claw. The claw, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And then the one of the, the bream going in circles. And I the put who? it to Eminem. Bream. Bram. Bream. 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 Bram. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I call them bluegill. They're all bluegill to me. <laughs> yeah. Some fish. My, uh, my, my best bream. Growing up, we called them all perch. And I don't know why, but that's what we called them, perch. Any, any kind of... Any kind of right. sunfish. Alex, time out. Coley, Alex is literally going yeah. to shoot a brick. Let's let's do the shots fired. Because I don't right. I don't want to not be invited again. So and it's going to be your fault because I I said ten minutes ago okay and nobody heard me. So let's go. First, I'm first of all, first of all, we've got like four months where Alex is going to be out on a fucking boat with no internet service, so he ain't got no say in what happens. So you good. <laughs> You good. The, the so, wrath of when he comes back, though, I respect him. I respect him and his service. 
I, you know what? I do too, but I, he can't get rid of me. I'm too pretty. <laughs> this is true. You bring, you bring the looks to the show. This is true. So, Coley, do you have anything else for our guests? Miss Texas Bassbait. We covered everything that uh, that we were going to talk about. I had some little notes, and either you brought it up, or she brought it up, or I brought it up. And you know, she's an awesome angler, as you like to say, or fisher, as you like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a fisherman to me, but you know, <laughs> nope. she's amazing and, and a good friend, and has great content. And just uh, if y'all don't follow Texas Bassbait, go check her out because she's got some pretty great content out there for sure. Okay. We're not over. We're not at that point in time where you start doing that. Hold up, back it up a little bit. Rewind. Take all that back. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Okay. I take it back. All right. So before we get into our shotgun rapid fire, whatever bullshit Alex tried to name it because I can't remember, I have a one rapid question fire. for you. I have one question for you, Tiffany, being from the Austin area. I used to be a wildland firefighter. I spent two and a half weeks doing training in Bastrop, and mm-hmm. I stayed at, I stayed at the airport in Austin during okay. this time, so I was driving back and forth. On my drive there, there's a little teeny shack called Benny's Texas Barbecue. Have Benny's? you ever eaten there? Benny's? I have not eaten at Benny's. I've it's eaten a cedar- lot. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying? I was going to say, I've eaten a lot of the famous barbecue places in Texas. But Benny's. Cruz, those. Black. So, yeah. So, Benny's Texas Barbecue is, I think it's called Cedars, Cedar Hills. It's almost halfway between Austin and Bastrop on whatever whatever road. I I go there 71. I go there all the time. Okay. So, they're still open. I checked. Benny's Texas Barbecue. If you're headed from Austin to Bastrop, they're on the left. It is a little teeny-ass shack. All right. Let me tell you, I ate barbecue for two and a half weeks there. His shit was the best. I ate there for breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> Every time I went by there, I got food and ate there. Go what eat did, there. He, what did you eat? Uh, everything he cooked. Because I cook a lot of like barbecue. Like the brisket, the ribs, the... Oh yes, brisket ribs. He cooked pork a couple times during those two like weeks, pulled and he pork was like, or "Pork belly." Well, it's pulled pork, pulled pork. Okay. And so he was like, "Hey man, tell me about this pork," because I was obviously from the Carolinas. I cooked a lot of pulled pork. I didn't do a lot of brisket other stuff. Texas, Texas barbecue is a lot different from the Carolina barbecue. Yeah. But so so you know, I, I hung out. I hung out with Benny, <laughs> and we had a damn good time. Go by there. It is some good ass barbecue and. If you had to eat there, it's a it's it's the best barbecue in Texas. I'm gonna say right, it right I'll, now. I'll try it. <laughs> I will. All right. So, what were you gonna say? Go ahead. I said I will. I'll try it. You shall. All right. One last before we get into the lightning round. What will Coley say? You're doing a shot tonight. I did one already. Well, there's only there's only one person not holding. My parents are gonna kill me. <laughs> are they listening to this? Yes. Oh my god! Hey, hey, Coley's exactly. parents. All right. Mom, I'm Why sorry. Paul made me do it. Shotgun yeah. round. Cheers. Next. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I swallowed wrong. I'm just kidding. I'm not <laughs> sure. That made the whole night worth it. <clears throat> All right. 
All right, Tiffany, as Alex likes to say, these next round of questions will pretty much dictate your success moving forward as a content creator. We've had people that have answered questions here that have quit and ended their podcast shortly after. We've had other people who have disappeared from the face of the fishing earth. We've had others sell their shit, and we've had people like Wild Bill lose his uh, flops. So, these are very important questions. All right. All right? And there's no wrong answer. But the fate of my fishing career hinges on this. I don't know. That's, That's up to you. But there's no wrong answers, but there are answers that will get you ridiculed. Okay. All right. Coley, we ready to start this? Let's start it. Is this shots fired? Uh, is that what Alex called it? <laughs> shots fired. Pew, 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 oh, pew, 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 pew. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right, Coley, first one's yours. I can't read that. Welcome to Bass and Brews. No, no, the one below that. Crocs oh, or flip Okay. This is one that's dear to my heart. And you're going to know my answer. Um, Crocs or flops? Um, I I wear fl- flip-flops over Crocs, but I actually wear Tevos. Okay. So we're going to go flip-flops, flops, right? Yeah, I don't own a pair of Crocs. Good, because they're... I own like 50 pair of flip-flops. There you go. I do have, I do have some Croc-like Sperry's that are loafers. Oh my God! Now we get into you want to see them. Now we get into elitist talk. Spares. <laughs> oh my God! Look, aren't they cool? Yeah, those are cute. Oh those I could do. I, I oh just can't God. do the Crocs. But it's Send me a fairy. Link. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, Send that's a, a good one. All right, so we're flops on that one. Yeah, flip flops for sure. Okay. Coley, can you see the text I sent you for the next question? Well, if I, I'm on my phone, you silly goose. Hold on. Oh, whoa, whoa. Lose you not call me one of your babies. Yeah, that's one of my babies for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, now I got to get back to you. Okay. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No. Hmm. Mm. No. So you're on We're like pepperoni, maybe like mushrooms or olives. Some that has Bell all peppers. the garbage pizza growing up where it has all the things, but not yeah. pineapple. Some rattlesnake. We have pineapple on our pizza. That's a California yeah. thing. Yeah, you're right. It totally yeah. is, for sure. Tiffany, unfortunately, no, it has got a stronghold somehow in North Carolina as well. Yeah. It's good. Is- it's like pepperoni is a salty, and then you get pineapple. It's the sweet. Like It's kind of yeah. like that sweet and savory. I like pineapple on my shish kebabs when I grill. Okay. Well, I don't even put pineapple on my pizza anymore. I put dill pickles on my pizza. So. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> yeah. I put dill uh, pickles in a fryer. <laughs> you put dill pickles on a cheese pizza. You cook it a little bit. And then you smother mustard all over that son bitch. Mmm, that's good. M- mustard on a pizza? What the With fuck pickles. are you yes. talking about? Don't, don't judge it until you try it. It's good. I've had mustard on potato chips. Yep, that's good too. And my fries. 
All right. Okay, Alan, we're gonna go off the rails. Alan, kill Let, Tiffany, there, there's no after rails on Bass and Bruce, except okay. when Alex is here. Like right now, he'd be he would be so stressed out right now. He'd be doing this shit right here. But okay, Paul. All right, okay, okay. All right. I can't do his voice. It's a very poor. It's a very. It's very poor. I'm Alex. I'm sorry for making you sound like. <laughs> All right, let's go. Next okay. question. I'm gonna be Alex. I'm gonna keep you in line. <laughs> cool that ain't never gonna happen. My hair's crazy. Stop. You know, mess okay. it up. What do we got? All right. You spend more on a rod or a reel. I have spent more on reels than I have rods, but yeah, but I could see buying a good rod that would cost more than a reel, if that makes sense. (laughs) I got to pick one. Yes. (laughs) I guess I'd go reel. More on a reel. Okay. Okay. Send me another text. And and look, that's, yes. And that is, so that's a, to me, that's a fair question, right? Because, there, are, I think there are certain tactics and techniques that a rod is more important, and certain like techniques where a reel is more important. Yeah. Okay. Next. And I, I completely agree with that. Um, and I'll tell you, one of my favorite reels is a fifty-dollar reel. So there's that. Which reel is that? <laughs> my Can Crixus, you say it? My Cast King Crixus. Okay. It, it's. It's a basic bait caster, and I've, I've caught question. all kinds of fish on it. So, and it hasn't let me down. Whatever gets right. the lure from from your hand to the fish and back in the boat—that's all the fuck that matters. Yep. My my daddy outfished me and a bunch of my friends with a Zebco thirty three. Yeah. He also we also went dove hunting, and he shot more doves than all of us with a bolt action shotgun. Boom! <laughs> We're out there with semi-automatics, and he—he—he's done two hours before we even get started. Anyway, we're coming so yeah. close to two hours right now. And Alex is going to string us both up right now. Okay, Tiffany. Next question: Three-hour fishing here. session. Three-hour fishing session. Would you rather catch five two-pounders or one seven-pounder? One seven-pounder. Yes, that's my girl right there. I, I can catch two pounders anytime I want. <laughs> Holy I have shit. never caught a seven pounder. So this th- is- that's not, that is almost my exact answer. The first time I was on this podcast was a seven pounder. I said seven pounder. I can catch two pounders all day long. Yeah, that's exactly what I, I said. Now I, think, I said I one think ten pounder. Places that aren't like the South, catching two pounders is a big deal. Yeah, here. <sighs> Now, look, in this question, so Alex doesn't competition fish, right? I do. Like, I I don't, if you've never listened to this podcast, I don't fun fish. Like, I, every time I go fishing, like, there's a reason. I'm practicing for something. And so, uh, he doesn't competition fish. And so, like, my read, you know, from a competition standpoint, well, I want the five two-pounders because the limit it's yeah. gonna the, the limit's the important part, but we take this from a standpoint of our personal preference, money not involved. What we and we've had people say they'd like to catch five two pounders because you know what? 
that's that's four more tugs on the line than they would have with that seven. Yeah, but that seven one, that's the one that keeps you up in your dreams. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know the answer to this one. And I'm going to ask it anyway, because Coley be done jumping the damn gun the whole damn podcast. Wacky well, rig. I asked you for an outline. And you said, oh, it's free for all. There's no script. No script. We're an hour and 44 minutes in. I just, I don't know. I was an important question. I wanted to ask it. You, you, you never asked me for an outline. You don't even need to ask me. Texas rig all day. No, nope, it's not. But Paul, I did too. Check your text messages. <laughs> Look, 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 we, we hear, we sit, we three friends sitting around a campfire drinking beer. Ain't no script with this shit. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, Coley, I, I like you are. Texas rig over wacky rig. Um, in a Texas rig, you can even fish at weightless. So I, I'm like, oh yeah. It, mm-hmm. The movement's similar to a wacky rig and I get a whole lot more bites on that. What kind of music do you prefer? Slow jams or hype music? See, there she goes. I already know. Slow jams. What? what? It's an RV what? session. You did this? You went slow jams? <laughs> slow jams. No, no, no. Jam. No, no. I, I said, what kind of slow jams? No. Oh, like, no. I don't know. Hype Ballads. Music. Slow jams, ballads, what, R. Kelly, isn't that what somebody picked one time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or hype music. Yeah. Look, do, hype music. Do you, I want to be do you, want, do, you, do you want music that makes you want to kill your yes. boater, or do you want music that makes you want to say, I love you, but you suck at fishing? No. Kill my boater. Kill okay, my boater. So hype music. Hype yeah. music. Okay. There we go. So, so yeah, okay. All right, yeah. Coley, the next two questions are mine, and this next you question go. is going to be obvious of why it's mine. And, um, Tiffany, this is an important question. Okay. Because most people have not answered this question correctly. Oh. On this you said there was no for, incorrect answer. Uh-huh. Um, he judges everybody, but, Tiffany. But you will be judged oh. on your answers. I said that as well. Yes. But Sean the Fisherman and me, I'm pretty sure the only ones that have answered this question without being uh, judged in his and our eyes. Wait, All right, so this you, is I important. answered well to this question. You didn't judge me. I had good answers. <clears throat> Are you eating largemouth bass? Negative. Oh, fuck. That's right. Now, do I cull largemouth bass? Yes. And take them to other ponds? Yes. You throw them on the bank and let the cows eat them? No. I take them and I put them in a different pond that's bigger. But why would you I take them out of my small pond and put them in my big pond. Mm -hmm. But... You're not eating. Paul thinks you can I deep fry not. anything, make it taste good. And I told him, we just had a conversation. I said, Paul, I could probably deep fry a turd and make it taste good. Number one, my bass are my babies. Like, that's how I feel. And number two, I just, I would feel yucky about that. In 99% of the United States of America, 
99.9% of the United States of America, largemouth bass is an invasive species. Okay. You should eat those motherfuckers. That's why they give you a limit. Do you eat sucker fish? Oh, my God, yes. Red suckers down here in the South, we we slice them across the back, and then you got to fry them. Super, super hard. You got to get the, you got a, a high smoke. Point Do you eat grass grease. carp? You can carp balls. You're getting judged right now, Paul. <laughs> but that's okay because I'm country. Carp are an invasive and, species, and carp have like literally killed half the habitat for largemouth bass in Texas. So, right. So that's why we should be eating more carp. No, no, that's why you should have arrow through carp. Well, but you don't and eat, then it. eat them. But you can. They're Nobody delicious. Nobody wants to eat a carp. They're gross. They're bottom feeders. No. So we're, I mean, oh my God. That's I, eat, I eat food I you like. You opened eat. up a whole other can of worms. Look, let me tell you something. Let me tell Number you one, something. I fish for the sport of it. I don't fish to kill fish. Um, yeah. I, I just don't. Look, I don't ever gut my fish. 99%. I don't pack and keep ever. Oh, yeah. 99% of the fish I catch go back okay but if i catch if if my son says daddy i want to eat some fish tonight we go fish and i catch five legal fish a bass we're gonna keep them and we're gonna eat them and they're gonna be delicious that's okay and but i to- i primarily pond fish and so if you take large bass out of a pond the detriment to that pond over years I've seen people, yep. I've seen people take three, four pounders out mm-hmm. of the ponds I fish. The detriment to that pond over the next 10 years is huge. And so, no, I don't, I don't keep any of Where, where I grew up, that's exactly the same thing. I'm, where I grew up, all farm ponds, I did not keep th- anything over three pounds. Matter of fact, anything over two pounds, I usually threw back. Because those believe- were the big fish in the ponds. I we're talking about large like the I was keeping twelve and fourteen inch largemouth because you could catch them all day long. You catch thirty or forty a day. From a biological standpoint, that is a heavy. That's a heavy bass pond. Sure. Paul, so you, you I'm reeling you in. Those fish. But but I'm, even I'm reeling you in, Paul. You put a real tip in. Fourteen is fourteen's the legal size, so you can't you can't keep a twelve. 12 inch here. Well, well, so in South Carolina, North Carolina, private ponds, you keep whatever the hell you want to keep in a oh. private pond. But I mean, it's, it's part of the cooling process, like big fish. Sure. No, never big fish. Those are the one, those are the genes we want. Genetics. We, we do like in our personal ponds, we do coal, but we coal to the larger ponds. So we, we eat them. <laughs> Paul eats it. Paul eats all the fish. I, he likes to keep fried. Look, 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 fish, fish are delicious to eat anyway. Okay. See, this is what happens when you don't answer the question like you're supposed to. I'm with you, Tiffany. I don't need them either. Let them <laughs> go. Let them grow. There's okay. been two, there's been two people on here that have answered that question correctly. Shown the fisherman from Jugs and Bugs and myself. All right, Tiffany. Now this is literally the most important question of the okay. whole entire night. This is this is the question that has ended um careers. We we've had 
uh, one prominent person, uh, say a vegetable. We've had another fairly prominent person say cheese. And so yep. this is an important question. All right. And there's no thinking you have to, you have to answer it quickly and you have to have three answers. Three answers. Right. Okay. Yes. For one question. Are you ready? No, but okay. Top three sandwich proteins. Top three sandwich proteins. Turkey. Mm-hmm. Egg salad. I love Ooh. egg salad. And salami. Oh, nice. Okay, thank you. Good job. Look, I'm, I I don't know if we've had egg salad before. And that is <laughs> a delicious a protein. protein. Hell it is protein. Yes, a pro- and that is a good-ass sandwich. Look, down here, down here in the Carolinas, we got some really good gas sta- good gas station egg salad sandwiches. I had I had an egg salad sandwich for lunch with a bowl of tomato basil soup today. Oh, holy what? shit. Oh my God. Where do you work? Do y'all need a It was jam? delicious. <laughs> from the That's deli good. that I lost the hat from. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to give you a I new will, hat. <laughs> I will bring this up to the end of time because I pick on him a lot about it. But Bailey. Ibrit from Serious Angler says spinach, <laughs> and and, and when I pick just on like anybody, a spinach like, salad, it well, well, you know that's the thing is like when you say protein, it's it's exactly you said correct answers, right? He says spinach. That was his first answer, and we're like, what? Hold the fuck on. It, <laughs> it has protein in it, but it's not a protein. Because uh, he watched our, Popeye our, as a kid. Uh, well, look, I, look, I love spinach. I just had I had a half a bag of spinach tonight. And then Mr. Delirious Angler said cheese. This was before I was a co-host, but this is what prompted Alex to, to kind of give a warning to the, to the, no. the answers. So, well, great. Look, this is this is not the end of the podcast unless y'all want it to be, to be the end. I mean, I could go out. Look, I could talk fishing until the point that um, I die. <laughs> <laughs> And Tiffany Wait. looks like she's she's gearing up for the next half hour. Hey, but anyway, I'm this is, all day. There we go. Wait. This is I it. This is, all night. There we go. There we go. This is it. So I will go first. Coley, closing statements. Ah, uh, just want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in to us. Um, I think we have a little bit more than the seven followers in New Jersey, like Alex always likes to say. I think we're we're growing that a little bit. Um, Alex, you were you were greatly missed tonight. So uh, I hope that when you watch this, I, I tried to honor you, sir, and tried to reel that some bitch in. But you know, Paul, he just gets to talking. Not much I can do. Tiffany, you were fantastic. Um, this is our first video chat. Yay! Had so much fun. Um, thank you for everything, and Paul. Thank you for always being so much fun and so lively and so uh, fun to just be around and, and make us laugh. Appreciate you all very much. So, Tiffany. Thank you, everybody. You want to thank sponsors, whoever. Uh, this is your time to shine. All right. Well, if this is a closing, may it please the court, counsel, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Object. <laughs> closing in court. But um, I would like sure to thank sustains. my sponsors. I've got Cast King, who um, is an amazing sponsor, who has literally helped me change um my fishing styles and all kinds of really great gear. If you haven't checked them out, please do. You can find them on Amazon, casting.com. 
Hawkeye Lores, Wind Rider, um, Twang, Los Altos Coffee Co. Um, all really great sponsors who have supported me in my tournament season um, and have helped me to grow my Instagram and now my new adventure with YouTube. So if y'all aren't following me, please come follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Texas Fast Babe. And thank you so much, Paul, for having me on here today. Um, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> I've really enjoyed it. And I know I didn't answer all your questions right, but I think I answered plenty of them well. You answered them. So that's the most important <laughs> thing. And Tiffany, also, I'd like to thank the cool kids for all their support and everything that we have done in our ventures together. Man, the, our cool kids are amazing. And my Instagram family, like, it, cool it really kids. is like, it's, cool kids. it's hard to, it's hard to describe. It's hard to put your finger on it, but. I really have made some of the best friends that I have out there through social media, through this whole process. And absolutely. Um, you know, I, I look forward to fishing with some of them, like Coley. Um, she's going to come visit me someday and we're going to get to fish together. Um, next week, I'm going fishing with two of my buddies who I met on Instagram, Jagon Fishing and um, Nathan Fish. His name's Fish underscore ATX. Um, and so those are two guys. Those are the two guys I was fishing with previously when I fell off the boat. So, <laughs> hopefully not a repeat. It's a little colder now. Um, but, but yeah, I, I mean, my Instagram family, um, including our cool kids group is, is pretty awesome. And I, I don't know where I'd be without them, honestly. I feel awesome. the same way. Well, Coley, I'll say this. First of all, you weren't Alex. I was Alex. You were me. You did a poor job picking on me and making me feel very insecure about myself. But well, that's okay. I, my name is Cupcake. Like, Cupcake's not me. I, I can't help it. I tried. I tried, I, tried nice. Alex, I tried to reel you in for Alex's sake, you know, 30 minutes ago so we wouldn't get in trouble. But, you know, I failed. He can't, he can't fire me or this shit ends for like four months coming up. So he can't fire me yet. That's true. <laughs> um, in closing, though, thank you. Thank you, Miss Coley, for coming on and being a guest co-host. This was awesome. Thank you for getting us connected to Tiffany, Texas Fast Babe. Uh, Tiffany, awesome. This is great. I mean, it was a good time. It was a good time hearing the, the projection that you've had mm -hmm. as an angler. Because it's been kind of <laughs> at a, a rocket's pace, and uh, thank you for sh sharing your your story. So uh, we appreciate everything. Thank y'all. I hope everybody stayed to the last almost two hours of this because it was a good get ass so time. Much trouble, Paul. I don't care. He can't do nothing. He's gonna he be don't. here for another week anyway. So we're gonna end this uh, as a reminder. Hooks at Hoodlums. Check them out. Uh, we will have folks' uh, contacts linked for Instagram and all on the bottom. There we go. And uh, thank y'all. As my shirt says, I do what I want. Hey, <laughs> Tight lines, guys.